Welcome to the REI Foundation Podcast, where we cover all the steps and strategies to make your real estate dreams a reality. Now your hosts, Jason and Peely. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to the REI Foundation Podcast with Jason and Peely. Um, we are introducing our new day. This is Monday, so we're doing multifamily Mondays with uh, Kevin Dowling. Welcome back, Kevin. Thanks for having me. Good to be here, guys. Awesome. So the reason why we started doing this is because we're having so much traction in this field that we need a whole day just to talk about it. And we've been going back and forth as to what we should do for the first for our first episode. Um, but what we're going to do is have Jason and Kevin basically give you all the information that they give their investors on a monthly basis. Um, so I'm going to let you guys take it from here. If I have any questions, I'll let you know. Okay. Here you go. Here's Jason and Kevin. Yeah. I think the best thing that maybe um, hopefully will help people out there is that it's, it's one whole thing about actually finding a property, getting under contract and closing the deal. But what happens when you actually close a deal? And that's a, one of the steps that we had a plan in place. And now there is having the plan and then there's implementing the plan and then past that seeing how well you can implement the plan. So right now, right now we're on the newer side of the most recent acquisition of Putin's plan in progress. And, uh, Kevin, you want to jump off with a little context about some of the steps we're taking to make this a better property? Yep. So we're two months in. Um, at the 30 and 60 day mark, we've uh, implemented the uh, rent raise program right now. So we've identified um, kind of grossly underpaying uh, tenants, not that they're bad tenants, but we've identified them to uh, potentially have uh, procedures to bring them closer to market. Um, also, um, we've identified month to month leases and upcoming leases that we are targeting uh, to bring to market. So as those uh, units come uh, due, we're uh, turning them pretty quickly. And uh, in conjunction with that, we just finalized, and this week we finalized our uh, construction budget. So we have a 60-day plan to get the first phase of all of our construction items through our CapEx, our capital expenditures done um, within the next 45 to 60 days. Some of those items include uh, some water savings initiatives. So uh, replacing the toilets to hopefully bring the water bills down by 25%. um, And then some other items to um, enhance and and, uh, efficiency initiatives and uh, additional uh, water initiatives as well. Perfect. And one of the most important points that we did literally day one, we said, okay, maintenance staff, it's our property now. Let's go out there and make sure that we are fixing all the deferred maintenance for all the tenants who out there who had open tickets for items that the old seller had basically just neglected. So we probably had a good 20 of them that were open tickets, um, some minor, some uh, a little more major with some water leaks, et cetera, that just had not been handled. So we want to make the tenants know that we're, we're here. We want to make this property better for them. So when they see us increasing the rents that, that we're giving them reason to, because we're trying to make this a better place to live. Uh, another thing we're doing is we are in negotiation for a cable contract. Uh, there's a couple different options you could do for this. 
a bulk or a non-bulk. A bulk contract basically means that you are going to have a cable company taking the property and then they would bill us directly for the cable and we would be in for getting reimbursements from the tenants. We are seeking based on the class of property and that our tenant base basically likes to have just one rent bill. We are seeking a non-bulk which in that option, it would be direct that we would have the one cable company have their cable just for the entire building, but the tenants would pay directly if they wanted to service to the cable company. Big draw for this is this, we also would get a share of the revenue from the cable company, whichever option we chose. And we'd also get a per door, um, would royalty for signing up for this exclusive right to the cable company. So we're still in negotiation for that, but that's one of the main things that we're really targeting on just to add some value to the property. And one of the additional items that we're targeting uh, that's unique to this property uh, is a storage component. So that should hopefully uh, give us an additional uh, revenue stream. We have pretty good size uh, storage areas or just open areas in the basement. So what we're doing right now is building out uh, 10, storage units as kind of like a pilot program to see if we can get those quickly rented out somewhere in the range of 35 to $40 uh, a month in addition uh, to the rents um, per month. And then once we get those uh, first 10, we probably have room for 40 total storage bases. Wow. Yeah, be great. It's a great rent, uh, revenue stream. Yeah, and it was it just came up that we were down in the basement inspecting uh, a few of the boilers, some of the mechanicals, and uh, the maintenance guy who was on uh, site prior to us taking over, who is no longer there with us, uh, as to our choice, had used this primarily as a wrestling area for him and his friends. So there was wrestling mats over there, but there was a massive amount of storage down there. And once they actually got all of their junk out of there, you just have a space that we just had to figure a way to utilize this. And, uh, this came up to a different context. We've seen this work on other properties in the area, um, not relatively close to us, but now this allows us to use it for our tenants, but also open and expand this to all the other 600 units that are basically right around our property. Yeah. And then some of the other items that we uh, employed uh, within the first 30 days, we switched over from a security deposit to a non-refundable move-in fee, um, also uh, non-refundable pet fees as well. So additional revenue streams um, as the tenants are moving in. There were also tenants that had uh, existing pets in place. So when the, a new tenant moves in, they're paying a pet fee to move in, but also an ongoing monthly pet fee per pet. So just additional revenue streams um, per unit. Nice. Got our new signage up. Looks amazing. The last signage looked like it had been used for shotgun practice. So <laughs> oh, no. we could have basically put up anything to, to make it better than what it was. Uh, so that looks great. Landscape is looking very nice out there. We're, we're psyched with that's going on. And Ray has started in the office. That's our new on-site manager. Very excited. Uh, he's gone through his training period. And the office was so large prior, uh, it was actually split up and had two additional rooms, a bathroom and a kitchen to it. So we we were able to put up a wall, still have a sizable office and turn that into a two bedroom unit that now adds additional income to the property. So that was a great find, uh, just was basically delegated for this property where we were able to do that. We are paying utilities on our property because on that, uh, apartment, because it is still tied with the office. And one of the big items on our construction budget, I think we're excited about is the, uh, the replacement of the boilers which will be done within the next 60 days also. So that should bring, um, we're, we're installing 80 plus 
efficiency units, two boilers in two of the buildings. Yeah, they're running at best at 40% right now. So yeah. right now, <laughs> if you if you could see the value just based on those numbers, if you know nothing about anything with mechanicals, is that we're wasting so much in utilities and this isn't all owners paid property. So anything we can do to cut down our utility bill just will add to our bottom line. And that goes from just going into low flush toilets and uh, changing out the boilers, make them more efficient. We're looking at some green initiatives that we've talked about before that we're still working on that plan with the city. Uh, it's work in progress because we're on the newer side. There's not many other people in the area implementing these that, that are not basically ground up construction. So we're still working on them to make sure we have the best plan to implement this with, uh, with the city and also with the property. We'll talk about expected uh, lease ups because of course with implementing rent raises, we expected that we were going to have uh, some uptick in vacancy just as is parallel with when you're increasing rents. And for this, it, it, we're having an uptick in vacancy, which is fine as we're basically correcting this, but we're, we're able to stabilize really our income level because the rents across the board have increased. So we're not really seeing a dip in the uh, income we have coming in. And now we have five applications coming in. So our vacancy is going to decrease rapidly now over the next, uh, we'll say two to three weeks. Yeah, our, tar our target uh, time period to be fully stabilized is probably about 18 to 24 months. So uh, on top of Jay's point, what we're trying not to do is turn all of the underpaying tenants over at once, uh, which would significantly spike vacancy and, and obviously drop occupancy. So we're trying to institute a program that um, over a certain amount of time will kind of rotate the tenants and slowly potentially bring some of the tenants up to market, uh, not at the jeopardy of kind of the vacancy rate and the occupancy rate. I mean, yeah, the important factor is that these are not necessarily, it's just, just cause they're paying low rent doesn't mean that they're a poor tenant. They were just offered lower rent. So, you know, I, tell me anybody out here who's listening that, that just was offered lower rent that said, Oh no, I should be paying more. So <laughs> when they're, we're given the option, Hey guys, this is what the market is going. If you literally walk across the street, this is what you're going to be charged. And we have the same properties, property type, everything's the same about the properties. So we're basically bringing this to market. We would love to still have you as a tenant, as long as you've been up with your payments and everything's been going satisfactory as we want it and give them the option to basically have the rent bump or then we would have to go to market and then they would have to choose their route. Anything else? I think that covers it. Cool. You want yep. to talk about any of the uh, good data we got pulled up about the market? Yeah, I think we're, we're excited because um, when we started negotiating uh, this deal uh, over a year ago at this point, uh, we were underwriting the deal on solely on actuals, no pro forma underwriting at all. Um, and the negotiation process took about four, five, oh, close to six months actually. Uh, and what we've noticed from the time that we got the offer accepted, not just from the time we started negotiating, but from the time we got the offer accepted uh, to closing was another 90 to 100 plus days. Uh, and what we noticed during that time frame is on actuals, uh, the rents jumped up a little bit, um, but also the market uh, improved. Uh, the Both the asking and effective rents jumped up a little bit too. So we, when we closed on the property, we were already ahead of the game. So being able to kind of see that progress over the past um, year and only owning the, our most recent acquisition for two months now uh, and seeing how far we're ahead of the game is pretty exciting. Yeah, it's great. 
That's all exciting stuff, guys. Thank you so very much for coming back on the show, Kevin. Um, Again, this is Multifamily Multifamily Mondays. Mondays. And every Monday, we're going to have something about multifamily, large multifamily investing. Um, So please come back if you want to learn. And, you know, if you like what you hear, please give us a shout out, hit us up with a review on iTunes or look us up on, on Facebook and give us a review there. We would also love some questions. If you have questions about multifamilies, um, we, we can't necessarily say we're going to have all the answers, but we uh, are surrounding ourselves with a lot of great people who uh, we figure that we can definitely find the answer for you. Yeah. Anything else, Kevin? That's all. Thanks again for having me, guys. No problem. Again, this is Jason, Peely, and Kevin with Multifamily Mondays on the REI Foundation podcast. Thank you so much. Grateful to you. Bye. Bye now. Hi, everybody. Peely here from the REI Foundation podcast. Looking to rev up your wholesaling or house flipping business? Go now to houseflippinghq.com. Jason and I are part of a house flipping family, a community created by Justin Williams. Would we be where we are without him and without his community and his mentors? Probably not. Justin and his team basically handed us personalized shortcuts and exact strategies that have made us explode in today's market. So if you're looking to take the next step Go to houseflippinghq.com right now. Again, this is Peely from the REI Foundation podcast. Thank you so much for listening, and we are so grateful for you. Have a great day. Bye. Thanks for tuning into the REI Foundation podcast. Check back next time for more awesome tips and strategies to launch your new you in real estate. 